0: What's going on, everybody, and welcome back for another episode of Triggered. This is Triggered episode number 157. We're here on a tremendous, tremendous, gloomy Tuesday in the Northeast here today with a special guest host, Julio Rosas, senior writer at townhall.com. Welcome, Julio. Yut. Matt's up in New Hampshire reporting on the primary. <laughs> I love the other day he was out there at the Bernie rally, and he ran into that one Trump supporter. Uh, Did you see the people. video? Yeah. And, and, and then the uh, two girls yelled. Yeah, saying, fuck Trump. <laughs> yeah, fuck Trump. And then the guy goes, Watch your mouth, young lady. Learn some manners. <laughs> That's not nice. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. But uh, yeah, so of course, stay tuned to townhall.com all day and evening for coverage live from the ground in New Hampshire. So we're coming off this Iowa mess here. And a week, I guess it was a week ago last night. It feels like three
1: years ago. I know.
0: <laughs> that was like the longest week of winning ever. But uh, so. We're going into this, you know, tight two-way race between Bernie and Edge Edge, you know, good old Edge Edge. Boot edge Edge. Do you think that this is just going to be a two-headed race with someone finishing in third and then the rest further down? Or what do you kind of think is going to be, you know, how's this going to play out this evening?
1: Well, so hopefully we actually just, we need results the night of. Yeah, uh, I think that'll happen. So, yeah, so it's the primaries. It's going to be direct voting, so that that should help alleviate some problems. Mm-hmm. I think that, well, it's pretty interesting because Klobuchar won, because apparently there's one that happens at midnight in New Hampshire, and she... Dixville Notch. Yeah, yeah <laughs> and so she won that one. And I think it's pretty interesting because, like, Klobuchar, she's been kind of trucking along mm-hmm. for a while, and, and I wrote about this yesterday, but, you know, she hasn't gotten that much support nationally because... You know, the party's moving more to the left. She's banking on, I'm from the Midwest. I can get those Trump states because... Right. More middle of the ground. More moderate. middle America yeah. and stuff like that. And so she's actually got some strong showing in those states that she says she can win. And so I think that she is going to be able to go a lot further than I initially thought. Uh, Because I remember when she, she was at that gun control forum in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. All the candidates were just focusing on guns because they had the airtime they didn't have to worry about that but klobuchar notably she took a long time and because she knew that she didn't have that much media attention so she was going to tr- get yeah. as much as she could and so i think i think it's still going to be between sanders and boot edge mm-hmm. uh, after this it just depends on how far obviously we just got the news that biden he's not going to even be at his party yeah that's why in new hampshire because he's going to go that's... straight to south carolina to try. And
0: he's not even going to Nevada? Is he not going to go there? Like He's going to, as far as we know right now, he's going
1: to South Carolina. Man,
0: that, so he's in trouble.
1: Yeah, He's in some big trouble. So I think if he doesn't have that good showing that he says he was hoping to get, I don't really see how far his campaign is going to go after tonight.
0: Well, we, So we have the latest poll that came out, and you know, take polls with a grain of salt, because they've been historically inaccurate before. We have Bernie Sanders at 28 in the lead, Buttigieg at 21, Biden at 11, Warren at 8, and Amy at 5, which is surprising to me that she's so low on on the polling. But Amy Klobuchar is actually one of the only ones in that field that I would be sort of uncomfortable facing. I think that she is uniquely suited to potentially compete very well in those midwestern states like wisconsin yeah and michigan. wisconsin michigan minnesota i mean i don't know i think that they're really overlooking their best chance there and i hope they don't catch on oh yeah absolutely no no they need to put up someone yeah i i actually <laughs> biden's dead in the water yeah no. biden is dead in the water he is i mean look fat it, yeah exactly exactly i mean these things that he says and and let's let's go right to the Biden gaffe of the day. Now that we're talking about it, we have this clip here. A lot of you have probably seen it from over the weekend, where Biden just can't handle any sort of criticism. Let's play that.
2: I was a Democratic caucus. Have you ever been to a caucus? No, you haven't. You're a lying dog-faced pony shoulder. You said you
1: were. It's. <laughs> Where did he get that from? Is that apparently a a movie quote? Well, yeah, because he's 100 years old. Well, yeah. It, it's, it's a John a John, Wien, John right? Wayne movie. And yeah. don't get me wrong, I love John Wayne. But mm-hmm. uh that <laughs> it, it well. so initially people were saying that he was jokingly telling her that and the mm-hmm. whole audience laughed. So like it was they were giving off the impression that she took it in good stride, but mm-hmm. they actually someone I forgot who interviewed her. They but, interviewed her, yeah. They interviewed her afterwards and she's and she was still like, "Yeah, I don't like him still." <laughs> and he's yeah. like, "Well, yeah, cuz you got called a a lying-faced dog-pony soldier. I think you messed that up, but that's fine. snapper, you yeehaws. dog
0: lion, lying-dog-faced pony soldier. Yeah. And yeah, they interviewed her. She was not happy with it. She said she was embarrassed. I actually hope that Biden does get the nomination at this point. Well, yeah. You know, and it's completely flipped from where we were just a few months ago, where Biden was the most formidable opponent, mm-hmm. and he was raising money, he was leading in early states... He was the best theoretical challenger in the polls against Trump for the fall. And now it's just the complete opposite. I mean, we could only be so blessed that Biden would get the nomination
1: because Trump would spank him around on the campaign trail and especially in the debates. Yeah, because he would pull. I mean, you can definitely see and, I, and I've seen suggestions on social media where if he was going up against Biden in the debates, you, you bring Hunter's baby mama. To the debate yeah, right and have her right front center, and then Trump will just keep, like, hey, you just know, just like he did with the Clintons, just like he so. did with the Clintons, yeah. right? <laughs> and, and he and so. Biden loves to say, "Oh, I'll beat him like a drum and all that stuff," but I, he, Trump would just absolutely trounce him. Well, Biden can't even put together a coherent sentence at this point, right? I and, mean, and people forget because you know it's, but people forget how savage Trump was during the primaries and it, during the debates. and even during yeah, well yeah, and even during debates, but even against his own fellow you know party members, mm-hmm. he was just he just held nothing back. And, yeah. Oh yeah, you and, remember when he said that JFK's dad or uh, Ted Cruz's <laughs> dad killed JFK? Yeah. <laughs> and, and and Ted Cruz is now like one of his biggest supporters. Yeah. So, and Rand
0: Paul, I mean, they had their fights, Marco Rubio right. mean, and so all these guys though, you know, they're good they're good people because they realize that we need to unite in this fight for arguably the best conservative president that we've ever had. Right. So I if, think he's honestly eclipsed Reagan at this point.
1: If if he's willing to do that to his own party, mm-hmm. he, just, and there's just no way he's gonna hold back when it comes time for the democrat oh yeah and remember even in the general debates
0: when hillary said thank god someone like you's not in charge of our justice system he said because you'd be be in jail (laughs) jail. i mean that's an all-time smackdown you don't get much better than that on the national debate stage you don't recover so yeah she she will actually Mm -hmm. never recover from that yeah she's i mean she's still salty obviously you see her you know, putting these little feelers out, like, oh, could I maybe run? Could I swoop into a contested convention and, you know, get the Hillary draft Hillary signs out? I mean,
1: I could see it happening. I, I, I mean, that'd be great for content. Oh man, we'd be <laughs> we'd be
0: rolling at that point. I mean, we already are rolling. Tremendous, tremendous month over here, and uh, so let's let's talk real quick about predictions for tonight. So, I think that Bernie will win. Edge Edge will be a close second, and that Amy Klobuchar will be in third. I'm and then Warren and Biden fighting out for fourth and fifth, but way back. And Biden,
1: this could potentially be the death knell for his campaign. I mean, complete. That's what yeah. I think, too. I think that's what's going to happen.
0: And what do you think about the overall state of the Dem race? Do you think that if you had to put money down right now, you know, and this changes day by day, obviously, because right. yeah. it's a very open field right now. A lot, of, a lot of shit going on. If you had to pick one person that's going to probably get the nomination, who would you put your money on right now today?
1: Right now, Sanders, mm-hmm. just because, cu- uh, and this is what I said a few weeks ago before Iowa that, you know, Judge was going to have a strong showing in Iowa. He's going to have a strong showing in New Hampshire because, I mean, those are predominantly white states. Yeah, it's all the whites. That does not mean <laughs> it's a systemic racism like we <laughs> sure, Maxwell and MSNBC. Oh, I'm you like, remember that? I, Brutal. I, I, I put, you yeah, wrote about I that. I wrote yeah. about that. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, like, two weeks ago, he uh, Buttigieg said black money when he was talking about dark money in terms that of ca- campaign financing. It was, like, dead silent in that room. Yeah. Except and, for one laugh. <laughs> and so Buttigieg is going to have a strong showing in these uh, early states. But then when it comes to South Carolina, I right. think that's where his weakness is really going to show. But that's why Biden mm-hmm. is saying, all right, screw He's still this, I'm, to I'm going, out, to, yeah. going to South Carolina. Because I think if if Biden is able to get a strong showing, South Carolina is actually able to get at least second. Mm-hmm. And that because of his strong support from the Obama years, you know. So- but interestingly enough, that's
0: where Bernie lost all his momentum was when it went south last time. Right. Is because he didn't have the black support. Hillary had the black support. And he still, by the polls, doesn't have a tremendous amount of black
1: support. Right, so that's so so that's why again, that's why as risky and foolish as a move to not stay in New Hampshire on Mm -hmm. primary night, I think if he really needs to, he he really sees that he needs to stick it out to at least South Carolina. I mean, he needs a reset. He needs a campaign reset. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I hear Hillary has a reset button too.
0: (laughs) True, she. I mean, she tried to reset about fifty-five times, and that didn't work. But (laughs) the interesting thing, also, I think. Is that right now, you can look at you can look at Bernie and his fucking communism and all that, but I think there's an equal chance, the equal chance to him getting the nomination, of that we have a contested convention. Oh, yeah. Because, I, I, I mean, if we were... The kinda, way they
1: assigned the delegates. If we were that kind of close with Trump and, mm-hmm. and the RNC... And that was
0: in winner-take-all contests.
1: Right. <laughs> and so now with... With the clusterfuck that it was, Iowa, mm-hmm. and potentially Nevada, since they're scrambling at the last minute to try to come up with... It's really funny. They're saying, it's not an app, but it's a software that you yeah. use on your tablets. Better it, known th- as an app. Is it, that's an app. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> um, Matt tweeted the picture of, remember the little app developer alien from Rick and Morty? <laughs> you want to develop an app? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, they need to develop a new app. Yeah. They, well, also... Did you see that it was was severely compromised cybersecurity-wise? Oh, yeah.
1: They could have changed the results. Yeah. They they could have changed votes because they're maintaining. It's like the only issue was it wasn't reporting, but the data was fine. And everyone's like, no, this is not fine. Not quite. And Uh, the data is still wrong.
2: Yeah, and all, the New York all, Times all, report.
1: All, yeah, all 99 precincts had issues to yeah. some extent in terms of the results. It's
0: brutal. I mean, we still don't even know the actual results. And Sanders, I think, requested a re-canvas, I believe. Re-canvas, yep. Um, he because he's behind 0.1% right, behind right. Buttigieg. I mean, really, he won. Like, they can say that Buttigieg had these extra state delegate equivalents. But really, all that was decided on coin flips. That's So, <laughs> yeah. literally, like rigged coin flips. It, Sanders won the popular vote, and actually it was by a couple thousand votes. I think uh, six thousand. Yeah,
1: that's a, that's why his campaign was winning six thousand yeah. votes. Yeah, so
0: th- that's going to be interesting. To see. I mean, they still have declared no official winner. Right. So,
1: and that, and that's what I'm saying. So, mm-hmm. if either we, way, it, at least it, tonight it, we're going to get it, some results. If we were <laughs> that close with just the Republicans because of the Never Trump movement, right? This is like this is almost like we're going to get a contested convention, which is fine because then the Bernie Bros will be more upset and I'll get better protest footage when I go yeah, there.
0: Yeah. Oh, they'll be rioting. That's for sure. They already have said so many times on Project Veritas videos. Oh yeah. <laughs> um. So let's talk about the attacks on police in New York City. So. Over the weekend, within a 12-hour period, two cops were shot in attempted assassinations in New York City. And we have a case here where, you know, the Dem leadership of the city comes out in these press conferences after terrible events like this happen, and they give the bullshit platitudes, you know, they nod their heads, do their thing, but they don't realize that they are the ones driving this. De Blasio and his policies and, and this movement in New York City against cops and against the metro and the metro fares. You see they were pissing on the turnstiles. I mean, it's just complete lawlessness. And look at the bail bill. Oh, yeah. I mean, these yeah. things are endangering cops.
1: And and not just cops, but everybody. Like, right. Everybody right. everybody else. The but, general but, public but is much less safe because you have, You know, we have the rise of anti-Semitic attacks in New York City with yeah. that one woman who, through the bail reform system, she was able to get out despite, yeah. what was it, like, five times or four times mm-hmm. or something like crazy like that?
0: Um, well, there was one person that was quoted that was like, I don't see why I wouldn't just keep committing crimes
1: and robberies because I'm just gonna be let out the same day. Right. <laughs> There's no penalty. Yeah, because it's just crazy because again, people forget how awful crime was back in like the eighties. Oh yeah. New on, York City on, of the 80s and early nineties. But especially on the subway system. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they had a crackdown on it and you know, they made it and don't get me wrong, the, the New York, I mean, as much as us, you know, belt, you know, beltway people like to complain about the metro. Mm-hmm. here it's nowhere near as like awful right, as right. as new York City. well one thanks to rudy giuliani he cleaned that shit up well right yeah. so to me it's mind-boggling that the this that because then there's this movement so you have that at the top right the political uh with all the the laws and, and the lack of support but then you have the the actual movement from these progressives and from these antifa type people because there was like a week ago week or two ago where they had that massive you know i was just about to talk about that. The, yeah, the police well, right, rally yeah right and and you, you know, the, with that many people, there's bound to be at least, you know, one or two deranged lunatics mm-hmm. that are actually going to be willing to carry out attacks like that. And on top of that, we had the Antifa protests over the weekend in Portland. Mm-hmm. And oh, that was it, terrible. And it was the same thing all over again mm-hmm. where they they were vandalizing, saying, fuck all cops, and, you know, all cops are bastards and, and stuff, and their slogans like that. And uh, so it's not just even New York City. It's all over the place. And mm-hmm. it's, it's mind-boggling how people— refuse to connect the two they they always blame trump for every you know for all these hate crime hoaxes (laughs) oh i (laughs) know they blame oh absolutely without without a doubt and they did that push that phony statistic that whenever trump had a rally hate crime rose like 200 Mm percent, which is absolutely not true but
0: look at what happened in florida over the weekend right attacking the gop uh, voter registration drive the guy drove a van through the tent and
1: attempted to murder barely. Them. It was it was passing mentions yeah. in the mainstream. Not media. even a blip. It it yep. was not even a blip. Where if this was, if this was a pickup truck with yeah. a bunch of MAGA stickers and don't tread on me yeah. and AR fifteen stickers, hitting a you know a Democratic mm-hmm. whatever, And guy wrote about that yesterday. Yeah, it, it would be all over the place, and journalists would be pushing it on mm-hmm. Twitter and the, you know you know hate you know hate rhetoric and all this stuff. But when it comes to like actual. Actions that are being taken, like we've seen in New York City, mm-hmm. people are like, "Oh no, it's just well." Uh, the left
0: wing media is just covering up for their friends. I mean, it's you know they to they, they want this to persist, and I mean, look at the bail bill. The bail bill is unbelievable. I, I, it's cr- violent crime is through the roof. Crime overall, I think, is up twenty percent just last month in New York City. But you can't have a gun. Yeah, but no. law abiding gun owners not allowed, not allowed. Criminals running rampant, totally cool, legal under their system. And uh, the Police Benevolence Association president Patrick Lynch up in New York City, great great American patriot. He had uh, he had this to say about the disgusting disgusting
2: actions of the Dem leadership up in New York
0: City. Roll that clip, Mister
2: Producer. We're back here in Lincoln Hospital and we keep hearing the word at our press conference this was a miracle. We were lucky. Well, we have to stop relying on luck. Some of the same elected officials that are standing at that podium today are talking about how lucky we are. Well, sometimes it's their words that are causing this. We talk about the protesters that are yelling, we want dead cops. Those words meant something and people listen and they try to kill cops. But who's leading them? Some of the elected officials that stand here today nodding their heads when we speak are the ones that's leading those crowds, leading those demonstrators, putting the words in those protesters' mouth. Well, now it's real. 12 hours, two cops shot. Now, we've been warning about this. We've been warning about this since 2012. We warned about it in 2014, and we were ignored and two cops were killed. We warned it the other day. And what happened? 12-hour time period, we're here in Lincoln Hospital twice because police officers were almost assassinated. They weren't lucky, they were fast. Fortunately, these police officers moved fast. Our officer yesterday threw in drive and got out of there and then got himself to the hospital. Today, we had police officers in the station house that were lucky enough to be able to dive out of the way. A police officer that was shot was able to shoot back. That's not luck. That's skill. Start backing our police officers, our elected officials that stand and nod with us. It's time you open your mouth and say, this must stop. So good.
0: So tremendous. I mean, he hit the nail on the head. And it's unbelievable to me how these things are happening in New York City because the leadership refuses to support the police. And the police now have essentially... Uh, you know, I follow a lot of New York City police, uh, retired on, on Twitter, people that I know from being up in Jersey. And they're fed up, and they've essentially declared war on the Democrat leadership of the city. And the police said, you want this battle? Well, now you've got it. So I don't know what's going to happen up there, but the police are fed up of of not having the support of the elected officials in the city. Yeah, I mean, they they're- turn— Every, every day they turn and they're saying some shit about how the police are evil and the police do this wrong and that wrong the people who are responsible for putting their lives on the line in the city and here we are
1: they're like i said they're sandwiched between politicians who don't care about them and this growing swelling support of people who who want them dead mm-hmm. <laughs> essentially yeah, they it, say it, it. Or, fuck it, the police it, it, you know, so it's, it's like, it's a really bad, after really After this, there was people that are
0: involved in that movement up there tweeting, I wish the officers had died. I mean, and I remember when those two cops were assassinated, um, I believe it was in December of 2015. Maybe it was 2015, 2014. Uh, it, one of them was an
1: Asian, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay, yeah. I know which one you're and talking that about. that was
0: horrible. That was horrible. And they, they were just sitting in their car, I believe it was in the Bronx. This guy came up and just assassinated them. And you see more and more of this, of attempted ambushes, assassinations, in the metro. I mean, it's just complete lawlessness. So hopefully they can get this under control up there because, you know, New York City, like you said, had a long history with terrible crime. Okay. They got it under control. And we'll talk about Mike Bloomberg later in the show. But <laughs> they got it under control. And it was it was good for a long time. And that's the only reason that Bloomberg's mayorship was successful, was because he continued the criminal justice policies of Rudy Giuliani. So... We'll, we'll talk a little bit later about that. So let's talk about now, we have the Anonymous. We know Anonymous, right, who's written a New York Times column, who's written a book, book, a book to be released soon. Anonymous inside the White House apparently has been identified and could be fired any day now, which would be a tremendous win for the American people. Uh, you wrote about this yesterday on uh, townhall.com, so why don't you tell us a little bit about it.
1: Uh, yeah, so uh, Joe Genova, uh the <laughs> Joe de Genova, Joe Genova. Yeah. Yes, I'm sorry. <laughs> I know He's, Italian yeah. names are difficult. The Italian. I'm like, gosh, you guys. Uh, what do you mean, you people? As soon as yeah. you said, go ahead. I'm like, oh gosh, uh, I'm gonna mess this up. <laughs> but yes, that guy, mm-hmm. uh, the former U.S. Attorney for the District of Columbia, he told uh, 105.9 WMAL uh, yesterday that they had him and his wife were uh, Victoria were at a dinner with a senior government official. Mm-hmm and they told him that oh well we have identified who this person is and they will be leaving their job very very shortly uh, for obvious reasons tremendous news uh, so we he, he couldn't he said he couldn't go into too much detail because he didn't want to out who who, mm-hmm. who he had dinner with and so i mean i guess we'll see if if this is in fact true because because this could have been anybody, right? Yeah. The, the title Senior White House Official. You know, I mean, senior is also pretty subjective. Right. I by. mean, senior writer. Who, yeah. Like, who, who, the, True. Who, who the hell is that? <laughs> who um, the fuck is this guy? So the, the reason why it was brought up is because they were talking about the recent changes at the NSC mm-hmm. with Lieutenant Colonel Vindman and, and, and his brother. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye, so, Vindman. Uh, we, I forgot so, to add
0: this to the sheet. That happened on Friday. It was so much winning last week. It was just an unbelievable moment. A, the two Vinman brothers were kicked to the fucking curb, and we also had Gordon one fired, and now we have the news that this person may be fired. Right.
1: So it is So we'll see if Joe here is telling the truth. Yeah, we'll see. But, but I like think Joe. it's interesting. I mean, I think I think it's pretty interesting that because I remember that that was back in 2018 with the column, and and everyone, it just it was just another. Everyone was going crazy and trying to. Decipher the, the vocabulary and mm-hmm. there was like one word that Pence also used, and they were saying that Pence was it. Oh yeah, they tried to blame it on Pence, and, and he's Pe- like, no. Nah. <laughs> Pence is like, no. Uh, Pence
0: has been a great loyal
1: vice president. I think he's done a great some job. Some people were saying Mattis, and I'm like, you keep your you keep your name out of your mouth. Yeah. Uh, Mattis
0: ruined his own weather, which
1: was, wasn't, you know. It was fine. It, it, yeah. he, he was just saying I had a policy disagreement. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's my goal to mention Mattis Which every is time more I honorable yeah. than
0: Staying and trying to subvert the president's actions, then resisting, which he realizes, yeah, the yeah. resistance, Re- the deep state resistance,
1: the deep I mean, state resistance in the White House. Uh, you know, the- I
0: always say that that one of the biggest mistakes that Trump made was not totally firing everybody he possibly could when he came in, keeping the Obama officials around, like the Vindmans. I mean, that's you know, they're they're there to undermine your policy, and that's their quote, resistance hashtag resist. So that'll be interesting to see. That's a story that's going to probably play out over the next week or so, I think. But I do think that there's a lot more to be done on that front. I think there's a lot more people in the NSC, the National Security Council establishment, at the FBI, at the CIA, all people that worked for Brennan and Clapper and all those kinds of people. They still need to be called out. I mean, yeah, they worked for Comey. I mean— all the agents that were involved with the FISA abuse apparently are still working there except for one or two of them
1: yeah one so, I think I think one might be fired yeah. I, Katie wrote about yeah. that a while ago but but that but that was one out of yeah. I mean how many of them were were on that detail mm-hmm. I mean so it's time to
0: follow through pretty
1: flagrant abuse I mean and just finish them off
0: so President Trump gave his State of the Union last week on Tuesday one of the biggest stories to come out of that evening was Nancy Pelosi I'm gonna hold my insults for her because she sucks but she ripped up Trump's State of the Union address, which was clearly a pre-planned stunt because she pre-tore the pages so that her old, feeble hands could tear the stack of pages that she had there. <laughs>
1: you laugh, but it's the truth. It's the truth. No, she did. Yeah, she, she did try to... <laughs> she I, I, Although, it would have been hilarious if, if it was thicker than she thought. I know, and she tried, and it <laughs> failed, that would be even
0: better. But, uh, so she did that, and pretty much we turned that into an ad. The Republicans, they turned it into an ad, and... They tweeted the video. So what does she do? She sends her little surrogates out like bitch boy David Cicilline from New York or wherever the fuck he's from, maybe Connecticut, I don't know, one of those lib, lib states up there. And he tries to persuade the social media companies, the big tech companies, to step in and censor that video because they don't like the content of it. And they they said it's misleading and deceptive. It's literally a video, not doctored, of her tearing up the State of the Union, which she did. And it's interspersed between the great stories of American heroism and patriots that President Trump told, and they don't like that. Yeah. Well, if they don't like it, she shouldn't have done it. But, well, and But what's even more scary is that they're asking the big tech companies to do
1: their election bidding for them. And what was even more—because it wasn't even just Cecilia, It was uh, Congressman uh, Ro Khanna— Mm, and and yeah. that and that was more concerning because his district out in California uh, includes Silicon Valley. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. the fact that he was also leading the charge on trying to get this deceptively edited video removed from Twitter and Facebook is is really concerning because it, it was really funny. Uh, Jim Treacher, who I absolutely love, mm-hmm. great guy, on great Twitter, great guy, PJ Media. And he 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 made the tweet of. They want it both ways. They want to say yes, absolutely, great job that you ripped up the State of the Union. Mm-hmm. Also, she did not rip up the State of the Union. Right. Yeah. But the reason why they made that video because they were it, it, the video was just essentially Trump talking about the, his guests at the State of the Union, which were really great guests and whose names were in that spe- were in that copy that uh-huh. she held. So she tore up their names yeah. and their stories, Born like American heroes. And, like, and and so that video was just highlighting what exactly she was ripping up. Yep. And she tried to justify saying, oh, it wasn't a state of the union, it was the state of his mind. Mm She was like, no, that was the state of the union. (laughs) Right. You you don't, you're just like, stop with that. They're just upset that the state of his mind is strong. (laughs) (laughs) So it wasn't at all, it it wasn't deceptively edited. It was edited, obviously, because she didn't rip it up 10 different times. But but. (laughs) all those things happened. And and, uh, Jody Jones he was there because his brother had been killed by an illegal immigrant who had yeah. been deported like three times, um, and was released be- uh, because of the sanctuary laws in, out in California. Mm-hmm. He told Fox. He told Fox News that that all of the, all the guests were completely shocked that she did that, mm-hmm. and he said like it tore out our hearts out because we, we're in there like like she. So right. she she tore well, it's us It's just up.
0: fucking disrespectful.
1: It's yeah. just disrespectful, and I remember right. when Joe. I remember everyone threw a fit when Joe Wilson yelled, "You lie!" Right, and, and which, every, was lie. It, which was a lie. Which was a lie, and and. Everyone threw a fit, and he had to, you know, go on this apology tour. I don't even know what happened to him after that. But mm-hmm. you know, you had, and it wasn't just Pelosi, but you had all those uh, Democrats just vocally protesting at one point. Mm-hmm. Uh, after oh
0: yeah, they were they were booing and hissing and yelling. Yeah, the, the, th- throughout the, the vote entire, on three or whatever throughout the entire thing. And socialist it's like, price controls. And, and
1: it's like okay. So where's the outrage about that? Mm-hmm. No, you, no, yeah, I mean, I guess, uh, whatever. Of course,
0: recurring theme on this show is two rules, two sets of rules, one for their side and one for our side. Their side has no rules. Which is fine because yeah. then
1: Trump can have two scoops, two terms, then, I guess then.
0: Two terms, indeed. What's the other two things? Oh, two genders. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the thing that really scares me is them trying to get big tech companies to step in and censor one side of the American election, which to their credit, I mean, they said... they, didn't. they did say you know fuck off, right? <laughs> and, right. Yeah, which so they, Facebook did. Which I'm like, and oh. then they attacked them for saying that. The yeah. Right, Facebook is is uh, what did they say? Well, they're always accusing Facebook, Facebook, Facebook is shilling for President Trump. They're, and they're that,
1: always accusing Facebook of shilling for Republicans. It's, yeah. Was, oh yeah, just,
0: they say that Facebook's going to get Trump reelected. Yeah. That's just you know why. Whatever. They're just salty because they can't meme. They, the left they can't, can't meme like
1: us. They can't meme and they can't run a caucus.
0: True. How can they run a country or your health care? I mean, I think that's actually a very strong attack point. Oh yeah. For well, the next it, it few was months. the
1: same thing with when the it was like the rollout with healthcare.gov.
0: Oh yeah, the two billion dollar website that was, uh, I believe the contract was given to a friend of the Obamas in Canada. Apparently, they couldn't find any developers in the United States to build a website. <laughs> <laughs> you know, classic them. But coming, swinging back another direction here for illegal immigration, Attorney General Barr has announced a significant escalation in the fight against sanctuary cities. And I love this move yesterday because he is directly taking on the state of New Jersey, my home state, in in their sanctuary city policy. He announced that the DOJ will help DHS bypass uncooperative jurisdictions through federal subpoenas to get the information they need about criminal aliens. He argued that the Constitution's supremacy clause is a, quote, vital part of our constitutional order which it is, and quote, while federal law does not require that sanctuary jurisdictions actively assist with federal immigration enforcement, it does prohibit them from interfering with our enforcement efforts, which is 100% what they're doing. In these sanctuary cities, New, New Jersey, New York, California, California, Washington, they actively release illegal aliens so that they don't get reported. Illegal aliens who have committed terrible crimes like rape. I mean, that happens. Yeah. And- Look at what just happened in New York City a few weeks ago and Trump talked about this in the state of union. They released this illegal who then went and raped and murdered a 92-year-old woman. Yeah.
1: And that's fact. That's just not, you know. And and Pelosi was shaking her head. Yeah. When when that was like the only thing I could like see when when he was talking. It, but it was specifically when he was talking about sanctuary, mm-hmm. you know. Cities. Yeah. Well, States. apparently she was
0: muttering the bullshit the whole time to Pence, and Pence was like, "This crazy lady, get her the hell out of here." <laughs> I love when Pence talks about Nancy because he definitely does not like her. You could tell from his face. He was, "Oh like, yeah, no, uh, Lord help me not bash this woman right now." <laughs> not physically. <laughs> All right, so I think that Attorney General Barr has done a great job. What yeah. do you think on that?
1: Well, right, it's. Just it, in general, it, it, but that too, it, yeah. it's just one thing when you, because obviously you know illegal immigrants are already breaking the law by being here, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So that's probably and not. you've done a lot of reporting on illegal immigration in the border, right? And so, th- th- so that's one thing, and it's different when they're kids, obviously, if they're brought over, okay, but when they actually then go out and do DUIs, mm-hmm. robbery, murder, so, you're like, you can't stay, you gotta go, right? right. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta leave. Mm-hmm. You, you know, we don't, we don't, you know, it's bad. Like we have Americans. We're already doing that, you know. So mm-hmm. get you know to so get them out. Um, and so
0: there's a new bill in Congress called the New Way Forward Act. Have you heard about this? I, I saw that, which soon. basically like they that. would not deport for it's violent crimes. Certain, yeah, I think certain. I, which would include violent crimes such as murder and rape. DUI wouldn't even be in the conversation anymore. Oh yeah, and it's just unbelievable. I mean, they basically just want open borders. Let all the criminals in. But law-abiding citizens, you can't own guns. And, and, and
1: <laughs> I, well, connecting those two, I loved it when the overwhelming amount of counties in Virginia pass, san- you know, modeling sanctuary cities for mm-hmm. immigration is like, well, we're sanctuary counties for guns. Mm-hmm. And the Washington Post comes out and says, oh, those two aren't comparable at all. Mm-hmm. And you know, they they're you know, sanctuary cities for guns is bad, but sanctuary cities for immigra- for illegal immigrants is good. Right, which is
0: the exact opposite because sanctuary cities for guns is actually legal under the law because you're you're talking about a state and county relationship not a federal government and state
1: right because there's it, no it, supremacy there and and, and that, that that's the difference mm-hmm. and but i just Well like, they don't like the constitution well, you know? well I mean, <laughs> you know, right so the washington compost i just and it wasn't yeah. even an, it wasn't a random op-ed contributor it was the editorial board mm mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> That's how they all feel. I mean, it's they like, d- they despise
0: regular Americans. They don't want law-abiding citizens to own guns. They want illegals to come in unfettered across the border and to get free health care and free schools and transportation and driver's licenses. I mean, the list goes on and on. It's just unbelievable at this point. And they don't, even, they don't even argue back anymore when you say that they are the party of illegal immigrants. That happened on CNN the other night during the Iowa caucuses, where Rick Santorum was like, well, the Democrat party under Obama was very different. It was. It yeah. was very different on illegal immigration. And Axelrod said, We were the administration that deported a bunch of illegal immigrants. And all the progressives on that board of 12 people, which has one Republican, Representorum, <laughs> yeah. didn't even dispute
1: it. Yep. They're
0: the party of illegal immigrants. And I think Barr's doing a good job fighting yeah. back on that. And I think overall. It's,
1: it's one thing to want to reform the immigration system to help people who are in those terrible situations, mm-hmm. right, that they're fleeing. It's one thing to do that, but then it's another thing to. Bend over backwards for them well, when, when, when 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 we have Americans here that they yes. won't do the same thing. Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, I think we should focus on that. For, like, if we're willing to do that much for people who are not citizens yet mm-hmm. or at all, we, why can't we help more Americans out in more ways or or allow certain things? Because obviously, I don't want government and everything, right? Right. So that's right. It. But you know, if you're going to do that for immigrant mm-hmm. for immigrants, why can't you do that for for Americans? Well, look at you know, look at DACA. I mean, there are thousands.
0: We were, we were promised, remember, no criminals in DACA. Not besides the fact that it was an unconstitutional executive action, which we're going to get a ruling on, I believe, this summer from the Supreme Court. Oh boy, that's going to be a big one, yeah. <laughs> but they lied to us. They said, "Oh yeah, no, no illegal aliens that have crimes will be included." And not only did they include ones with low-level crimes, there are thousands. Thousands of people in the DACA program that committed violent crimes, and there's proof
1: because it was released from the Senate. They've grown up since then. Yeah, So yeah, yeah, maybe we reported on it. Maybe when it like first started out and they were kids, yeah. But then Mm -hmm. they've since grown up, and some of them, yeah, they've unfortunately (laughs) gone out and committed. Well, not only did it
0: happen after the fact. It was before. There were people that applied and were let in that had previously committed Say I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah, and Town Hall, Matt reported on that. Matt Vespa reported on that for us back in early 2017, I believe. Okay. The piece is on townhall.com. You can look it up. DACA recipients, violent crimes, and we got the document from the Senate Judiciary Committee on immigration mm-hmm. that proved all of it. And they had no no rebuttal for it. And so it's going to be interesting to see what happens this summer about the SCOTUS ruling on that. Uh, but speaking of Attorney General Barr, who's done a tremendous job, he has forbid the FBI from engaging in, in freelance investigations of candidates, which I think is hmm, huge for this presidential come up election. Idea. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so it has to be approved by multiple levels now. And I think that's a huge change to avoid this kind of bullshit deep state witch hunt that President Trump had to undergo for the past three years. Also, speaking of Attorney General Barr, I just got this alert on my phone while we were here. Uh, We were going to talk about Roger Stone and how the recommendation of the lawyers or the prosecutors on the case was absolutely fucking absurd. They recommended seven to nine years for Roger Stone, which all he did was apparently lie to Congress, which people do on a daily basis, but never get, you know, penalized for that. I mean, James Clapper and John Brennan lied to Congress ...about intelligence and uh, surveillance of the Senate committees, but they did nothing. But, you know, two sets of rules, of course, Democrats and Republicans. But now Attorney General Barr is stepping in, and he says that they were shocked to see the sentencing recommendation in the filing of the, ca- of the Stone case last night. The sentencing recommendation was not what had been briefed to the Department of Justice, which means some deep state prosecutors went and changed the sentencing recommendation after it had been already proved by the Department of Justice. They recommended he serve seven to nine years. Now, the department says that they find seven to nine years extreme, excessive, and grossly disproportionate to Mr. Stone's offenses. The DOJ will clarify its positioning on sentencing later today, and that it's possible that they... they, say that he shouldn't get any jail time but either way initially what i was going to talk about was that you know that was nothing but a falsified witch hunt with manufactured process crimes on a hoax that shouldn't have even existed and very similar to general flynn what they did to him was totally ridiculous and i think that it's time for president trump to pardon general flynn
1: and commute roger stone's sentence what do you think well, I just gotta say, me personally, I'm not a huge fan of General Flynn, not, and that's not because of this re- whole recent thing. But, no, no, yeah. But because Mattis, yeah, again, yeah. But he, uh, he, they, they butted heads uh, mm-hmm. during, during oh, the so Middle East, so, and, yeah. and, I, and I think I, I'm pretty sure Flynn was in the wrong, and uh, that. That being said, so mm-hmm. you know, I'm not a huge fan, but you know, going back to what you were saying, like yeah, all of this was just kind of it's just so heavy-handed, fabricated too, yeah, and it was just completely. Yeah, blown out of proportion. So well, and what they did to him more specifically was basically
0: bait him into a lie, which under normal circumstances would was, have was, been totally. I was like, gonna say, isn't that entrapment technically? Oh yeah, it, it essentially was entrapment what they did to him. Okay, but that's why he withdrew his guilty plea.
1: Yeah,
0: and it was actually found through a review that they did use very heavy-handed and potentially illegal techniques in trying to get that plea agreement. And they basically, they basically bludgeoned him into being broke and having to take the plea agreement because he had no money for his lawyers anymore. But now he withdrew his plea, and he's raising money for his legal defense fund. So it'll be interesting to see what happens over the next few months with this. And Roger Stone's sentencing is next Tuesday. Oh, geez. So it's pretty soon. I think President Trump should <laughs> commute his sentence. Me, oh, okay. Me, so and pardon for Flynn. Yeah, Flynn should be pardoned because he pardon didn't do wrong. Pardon for Flynn and then a, oh, yeah. okay. Stone technically, you know, I was gonna say, being say, from Jersey, I can understand the intimidation tactics because I basically mean, what Stone he did was is kind of hardcore know, mafia. What yeah, he did, yeah, no. but also the guy who he, he quote unquote intimidated says now in a court filing that he didn't think that Stone would ever actually do anything, and he wasn't like afraid for any sort of actual actions being taken against him. Uh, he probably so, just show him his back uh, uh, Nixon tattoo. Yeah, <laughs> I love Roger Stone. I don't know. I just I. I the, the movie,
1: or the, the documentary get, get movie me watch yeah, yeah. I know I watched that. It's yeah. tremendous. I mean, he's it was a good, was good documentary.
0: He, he's the kind of political operator I'd want on my side. So. I just
1: I, I just don't understand why he insists on dressing up as a Batman villain. He loves it. I don't <laughs> know, he's just so flamboyant.
0: <laughs> Alright, so real quick here, let's talk about a few, a few quick things before we wrap up. Michael Bloomberg is under significant fire for a newly released tape. And the tape is him talking about the stop and frisk policies in New York City. And uh, apparently, we have two clips here. So let's go ahead. Or we have one clip here, Mr. Producer. You wrote two clips, but two clips, two scoops, two genders. Let's listen to this one clip, and then we're going to talk about it real quick afterwards. I think I have the, quite the contrarian opinion on this of most.
2: 95% of your murders, and
0: murderers, and murder victims fit one
2: MO. You can just take the description, Xerox it, and pass it out to all the cops. They are male minorities, 15, 25. That's true in New York, it's true in virtually every city. In and that's where the real crime mean, is, you've got to get the guns out of the hands of the people that get you killed. So to you want to spend the money, put a lot of cops in
0: the street, put those cops, where the crime is, which means in, in the minority neighborhood. So
2: this is one of the unintended consequences is, people say, oh my God, you are arresting kids for marijuana that are all minorities. Yes, that's true. Why? Because we put all the cops in the minority neighborhoods. Yes, that's true. Why do we do it? Because that's where all the crime is. And look, the way you get the guns out of the kids' hands
0: is uh, to throw them against the wall and frisk them. <laughs> the way to get the guns out of the kids' hands is throw them up against
1: the wall and frisk them. As much as I don't understand why Demer... Because he's, he's, he surged in, in, the, in the New Hampshire poll. Yeah, with blacks especially. I can't understand it and I also can't because, because he's he's for more government and everything, right? Mm-hmm. With guns, mm-hmm. sodas, yeah, guns, all sodas, all, sodas, all this micromanaging, all of it. Drinks, right? And so <laughs> big gulps. And, and so I understand why they'd be informed for stuff like that. I guess, but then he says stuff like this, and because his his stop and frisk policy was that was that was one of the that yeah. was one of the big black eyes of his of his mayor, of his term as mayor, according to some. Well, well, <laughs> well, right. And so. I don't understand why – And then it's, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. His African-American support is, is surging mm-hmm. through that. I, so don't, this, I don't get why they would go for him. The stop-and-frisk policy is actually one of the
0: only good things that he ever did, and this is my contrarian take on this, not in line with many people's thinking today. The stop-and-frisk policy was basically a continuation of the Rudy Giuliani criminal justice policy of, of the years before in which was very successful in stopping crime in New York City, came to basically I think a 50-year low. In the late 2000s, I believe, the late 2000s. And it was very effective. And yes, you could argue that it was somewhat of a racist policy and that <laughs> it was. Yeah, you can make it pretty well, strong. Argument where he goes that. is like, they're actually stopping the whites too much. And I'm like, well, you know. But I mean, he's not wrong about the factual basis of crime being in majority minority areas of the city. Right. With that age group, I there, mean that's there, a that's a fact. There there's but,
1: a, there is always that contention because mm-hmm. people are, are saying, well, why are there cops in always minority neighborhoods? It's because the minorities are making those phone calls in 911. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they want
0: to be within within quick response distance. I mean, you know, just Park Park Avenue is not experiencing like those kinds of things. You know, Midtown Manhattan they have a different threat overall, which is terrorism. Right, but that's you know. I think that overall, the stop and frisk policy was successful. So that's my contrarian opinion of the day. And uh, you know, the way he phrased it was not great, definitely not great, and should yeah, probably he be knew it too because it. he
1: tried to he tried to prevent the audio from being yeah released. he
0: tried to hide the tape and it was definitely a good Oppo research dump this morning by whoever had it. I'm assuming the Joe Biden campaign because Biden's the one that's taking the major hit on black support with Bloomberg's rise in the polls. So. That'll be interesting to see how that plays out. But overall, I mean, if you look at the the trends in, in black voting and black support right now, President Trump is heavily eroding Democrat support in minority groups such as African-American voters, Hispanic yeah. voters, yeah. I mean, Asian voters, Asians who were traditionally very Democrat, but they also are capitalist.
1: Yeah. Because I remember that they were absolutely the the pollsters and, and the election wonks were absolutely shocked at because I think they predicted that Trump would only get like fifteen percent of the Latino vote or like low uh-huh. tens and he got like thirty I I yeah. believe I believe it was 30. It, it was it, it was a lot higher it than was way expect. higher than predicted it yeah. was way higher than predicted and throughout my travels mm-hmm. through through the border I kind of talked to some Latinos and they I was actually kind of shocked that. They were like, yeah, you know, I'm not a huge fan of his tweets, but, you know, I, I, right. I, I'm pretty a fan of him. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> well, that's because, you know, people who were
0: here legally and did it the right way don't like this illegal shit. Yeah. One of Especially them, in Florida one of them, and Texas. One of them
1: right now is in, in the process of becoming a citizen. And, yeah. and he's like, yeah, I don't want to go back to Mexico. It's terrible. Right. <laughs> it's terrible. There. Yeah. And I was just like, well, yeah. It like, yeah. Like, yeah, man, become a citizen. It's great.
0: Yeah. So I actually, and I've said this multiple times, I think that President Trump will get a record high percentage of Hispanic and African-American vote in this upcoming election I think it's gonna be a lot higher
1: than people are gonna get them for. absolutely
0: and I mean all he has to do is shave like five to ten percent off in the African-American vote and bring that number you know up into the double digits and I mean the Dems are toast and, the, and then and then combination with the Hispanics yeah. and, and the Asians I mean and they and they I mean you know they call it the Dem plantation they count on those votes they do and like Trump said they show up a month before the election, they expect your votes, and they give you nothing in return. But look at what President Trump's done for minority communities. What do I mean? you have
1: to lose? Yeah,
0: he, he was totally right about it. Right. What do you have to lose? And they've been, I mean, African-American unemployment is at a record low. Hispanic unemployment's at a record low. The Opportunity Zones are revitalizing areas that haven't had economic development in a generation. I mean, the things that he's been doing, are they speak to fact. Yeah, And right. I think that's why the Dems are freaking out even more so than usual.
1: That's why they're in disarray.
0: Dems in disarray. Dems in disarray. All right, let's talk about another disarray over lastly here on the show, the coronavirus over in China. It is not good. No. Totally out of control. The cases are spiking. China's lying about the actual situation. The videos show it. I mean, there's dead people in the streets. There's dead people in the hospitals. They're welding doors shut on so, apartment buildings yeah. to trap people in. Yeah. And... Doctors are releasing info outside of government channels, which they don't like. They're sending the fascist police door to door to tell people to stop posting to communist or to stop posting to socialist media or social media because they're a bunch of socialist communists, you know, <laughs> they're getting that all melted together. And recently, a Chinese journalist who was covering the coronavirus in Wuhan disappeared after telling the Communist Party that he's not afraid of them and he's not afraid to die to keep telling the truth, which I think is is pretty significant. And the death toll in China from the virus has passed a thousand. I'd guess that it's likely 10 times higher than that, but who knows the numbers. The crematoriums apparently are cranking at full speed, just burning bodies all day, every day. People have done analysis of the uh, air in China, which shows a, a massively spiked uh, level of uh, NO2, which would indicate that they're burning significant amounts of organic material, which is likely bodies, The outbreak is much deadlier than SARS now. Nobody knows what the actual death rate is because the numbers are being fudged. And we also find out this morning that the... Potential incubation period is not just is not 14 days. It could be as high as 24 days.
1: Well, yeah, because th- that's why the the government was able to uh, hide it for so long. Because technically, this all started like early, like mm-hmm. late December of last year. The
0: doctor who blew the whistle when it died from the virus,
1: right? And so that's how they're able to kind of keep a lid on it because people weren't showing symptoms for quite some time. And also mm-hmm. that just in combination that there was you know the almost war with Iran with us and you know there's a whole a whole bunch of other things. Kind of going on internationally that kind of helped them keep keep the lid on this mm-hmm. thing, um, but now it's now it's getting out of control. And actually, this kind of reminds me of uh, the book uh, World War Z because in the book, yeah. the the zombie outbreak started in China, and it's almost the same exact thing where the Chinese government tried to clamp down on it and saying it wasn't really happening and doing all this kind of stuff. And it's a great book. Um, mm-hmm. And 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 now it's <laughs> and now it's happening. Uh, for thankfully not a zombie outbreak but hmm. but with but with a deadly pathogen and de- or a deadly virus uh and and so now I, i'm seeing that to try to guesstimate like a good uh to get a good idea of what the death toll right we now have to look at other people who are infected outside of china yeah and see the mortality rate with that so then they can kind of okay well kind of work the numbers and then try to guesstimate how many people mm-hmm. are really dead in china which is Pretty scary because i, I think now now we have to rely on people dying in other countries to mm-hmm. get get a handle on what is actually happening in 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 yeah there
0: was China. there was a doctor that posted online and who knows with you know misinformation here but there was a doctor that posted online that the numbers are actually ten times higher Jeez. it's a potentially four hundred to five hundred thousand infected and ten thousand have died that's what he said and there's no way to know because the procedure is once a person dies. They wrap the body in plastic. They take it immediately over to the crematorium and burn it. The, the recommended time frame for that is 30 minutes. So there's images from hospitals of bodies everywhere. There's images from the new hospital that they just built. It's not individual rooms. It's one big sick ward of people just on beds. They're running out of beds. They're putting mattresses on the grounds. They said doctors haven't been through there in days.
1: They're basically just putting them there to die. So, I wouldn't be surprised. It's like that uh, famous image of the Spanish flu The Spanish outbreak. flu. That's what people are comparing it right, to. Where yeah. it's just that giant... The big w- room of people just, dying. Mm, yeah. There's
0: people dying, yeah. So I, I think that it's very good to be vigilant. It's never uh, never too costly to get yourself a mask and keep it on hand just in case. We haven't seen a major outbreak here, but well, who knows? had
1: you had that case in San, Di- I was just you, San yeah. Diego mm-hmm. where... This is this guy who came from Wuhan and apparently he got accidentally released from the hospital yeah. and he's infected with the virus. It's yeah. like, what are you doing?
0: I mean, there's reports of people 30 days incubation
1: period and the thing is it's transmitting that whole time. So. Right. Right. And 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 now we have uh, the cruise ships, mm-hmm. which is there. You have all these people trapped on board. Mm-hmm. You know, and the, and obviously, I mean, because they got to eat. You know, they got yeah. I, and I don't know how you know they're living, but. It's a the mess. Case, the cases mess. are going up because they're all they're all in one area. Yep. It's so uh, this is not this, a good this, situation. This is, that's a, for sure. So messages stay strapped, or get clapped. Yep. Yeah.
0: <laughs> all right. So I think that's enough for today. I don't know. That was a lot. So <laughs> we're gonna wrap up the show. We got to get back to get in there to be ready to cover New Hampshire primary going on tonight. Of course, stay tuned to TownHall.com for all the coverage that you'll need there. Um, if you're interested in getting the Uncensored Triggered, of course, you can become a Town Hall VIP member at townhall.com slash subscribe. Use the promo code TRIGGERED to get 10% off of your subscription, uh, and you will get the Uncensored version, along with many other tremendous perks. All the exclusive content that you could ask for, we're for fact-checking the left. Our good friend Colonel Kurt Schlichter is doing a podcast in the VIP section called Unredacted, and we're going to have a lot more perks coming out for you throughout this year for the 2020 election. Of course, follow us on Twitter at TriggeredTHM. Give us your five-star ratings and reviews. We appreciate all of them, and it helps us out greatly with the search rankings. Thanks a lot to Julio for joining us today, and we will be back here for another episode of Triggered, potentially with a very special guest. We'll see. We're working on scheduling on Thursday. We'll see you guys then.